What is the point of MCAS? I don't know. You're asking uh, Marylander. I don't really know why Massachusetts. It's just... Well, it's not like for... Because you don't need to get into high school. I think it must be just be a state requirement thing. You don't need it for high school, but you do need it to graduate high school. Oh, really? Yes. But there's no minimum, is there? I don't remember there being like a minimum. Is there? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not an issue for me, obviously. <laughs> it's never a problem for me. Why should we watch this? The podcast where three friends sit down, watch a troubled movie, have a themed cocktail, and then uh, talk about all the things that were not so good about it yep. and how we would fix it. Uh, I'm your host for this week, Lee Delahanty. I'm Chris Ravel. Uh, I'm Brendan Drischler. You sure are. Uh, in two weeks, uh, we'll be back with our main uh, episode of the month, which will be the movie Braveheart. Nope, it will not be. It will be the Sorry. movie Dragonheart. Dragonheart. It's okay. <laughs> I was about to say, there's been so many times when, we, when we've like talked about it or been discussing it, or even when I've gone to be like, let me try to get some background on this and see if I can you know, find any fine factoids. <laughs> I am automatically starting to type out Braveheart. Yeah. So I think that's where just... Mel Gibson chops his heart out and puts it inside a lumpy little king <laughs> oh, oh, oh. shit. Yeah, and he turns into a raging yep. anti semite. No, it's <laughs> Dragonheart. <laughs> the 1996 British-American fantasy action adventure film directed by Rob Cohen, got Dennis Quaid, David Thewlis, <sighs> Pete Postlethwaite, and uh, Sean Connery. That's it. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's it's sort of a movie of we all we've all seen it as children. Nope, I haven't. You've never seen I it. I saw it for the first time last week. Oh, okay. You well, bet this person saw it. I saw it as a child. Yeah, I saw it. I loved it as a kid. That was a, that was a grandma's house movie. Maybe I didn't love it, but I was. I definitely would have been like. Uh, it would have been as soon as I saw the cover and the title. I'd been like, must watch that movie. I was. Very I see why it would have appealed to you as a child. Very into dragons. Uh, but similarly, I was also like, I didn't love it either. But it was just sort of like, yeah, this is fine to yeah. watch. I don't think I liked it as much, but I really liked the music. Yeah, we all um, like the music. We all did like the music. The Academy likes the music. We're, Other movie trailers like the music. We're all tired of hearing that music yeah. now. <laughs> Always here into the stars, baby. Da, 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 da. Uh, for this movie, we gotta have a, a drink to get us through it. So, what are we gonna be drinking? We are gonna have a drink. We're gonna have a drink that I just called the Heart of a Dragon. Nice, because I forgot a name. Nice. And Sweet. the recipe is basically just Ina Garden spicy jalapeno margarita <laughs> recipe with some tweaks to it, because that's what Rich and I are making this weekend. So, what you need for it, if you're playing along at home, you need a jalapeno one a half cups of tequila, a cup of triple sec, a cup of lime juice, one quarter cup of lemon juice, one quarter cup of grapefruit juice, and one quarter cup of St. Germain, uh, so two tablespoons of honey, and a pinch of salt. So what you're going to do first of all is you're going to pierce the jalapeno pepper in eight to ten places with a knife, cut it in half lengthwise, leaving all the seeds and stuff in there. You're going to put the pepper in four cups, in a four cup liquid measuring cup, pour in the tequila, cover with plastic wrap, and let it sit at room temperature for 24 hours. This is very important so it takes on the taste of the jalapeno pepper, makes it nice and fiery. You get rid of the jalapeno and pour the tequila into a pitcher through a sieve to remove the seeds. Add the triple sec, St. Germain, grapefruit juice, lime juice, lemon juice, honey, and salt and stir. Use immediately. When you're ready to serve, fill six margarita glasses with ice so we each get two of these babies. Pour it over, yeah, pour the margarita mixture over it, or fill a cocktail shaker with ice and some of the mixture. Shake vigorously for 30 seconds and pour it in glasses. Serve it ice cold! How many does it make? Does Six! Brendan, nice. that's all very nice and good, but can you give me a five-paragraph story about the feelings you used to get when your mother used to make this as a child? Yes. <laughs> when my mother, Ina Garden, used to make this for you in our house at the Hamptons. Oh, my, my God. My mother, the Barefoot Contessa. I cannot fucking stand it when all I want to know is how to make a goddamn cocktail I know. hostage. SEO, SEO, baby. Yeah. It's SEO. <sighs> yep. 
Especially when I'm trying to look it up on my phone and I'm just like scroll, scroll. I just say as a sidebar, it's my understanding of uh, what it what it means to be in a couple is every weekend you pick a new food based project to work on. Uh, that's pretty much Rich is doing. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I would not be cooking as much if Rich did not want to cook as much. I mean, I all I hear about is like every weekend. It's like, what did Brendan make this week? Yeah, I will bring. I will if it's a big cut. I will bring something home and be like, guys, please eat the rest of this. I don't want any more. I mean, Paul and I do definitely have like a food based relationship in that way. Because I mean, it, for a couple weeks we weren't really doing it, but in general on the weekends we try to do at least one little like cooking project. Is it more of a quarantine thing, or what? Are you it's definitely more of a. We would still yeah. be doing it. I think we would be doing like. One thing a weekend, yeah. you know. Now it's quarantine. It's like I don't know. We could do something Saturday. We can make something yeah. for breakfast. We can make like a baked good for Sunday. Yeah, Jeez. we made donuts. You saw them, right? I saw the donuts. Yeah, we There's, made donuts. They turned out okay. Such an intense amount of just like boredom and yeah. disposable creativity, and you know when you're sitting around not doing much, that's. Yeah, I mean, you're limited to what you can eat anyway, right? So it's like you can either order takeout from someplace or you can just, like, have what you have lying around. And so if you don't have that much variety in terms of what you can get delivered to you, it's like, shit, you might as well make a recipe. Yeah. I, I, I'm I, I'm still somewhat currently obsessed with that um, that woman named Karen spelled with a C who took to medium to ask Isn't people. Isn't Karen always spelled with a C? Oh. No. Oh, Karen. It's usually spelled you, with yeah. a K. No, yes. Um, but uh, she took to medium to, like, read us all. For still have all the flour. Why are you buying all the flour? For you, this is just a time passing fun thing, but for me, this is life. You're literally taking food out of my mouth. And of course, she's like, sitting at home eating her bags of flour. Powering yeah. <laughs> her face. She is actually the little red hun. I think it's like a reverse right now where she does like corral her neighbors and helping her bake it. They're like, so can we have some of that bread? She's like, no! Yeah. This is my livelihood! <laughs> yeah. She doesn't actually want you guys to like to make bread, she just wants the flour. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I asked for y'all bacon the wheat. <laughs> yeah, just give me that wheat. <laughs> <laughs> give me that wheat, baby. Mommy's gotta have that wheat. All right, should we talk about something that's movie related now? Yes, this episode we're talking oh. about the Little Red Hen. Holy yeah. shit, that was fun! So deep dive into the Little Red. Hen. I'm excited yeah. to to talk about Dragonheart. I it was a fun movie. It's goofy. It's yeah. a little silly. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It's not bad. It's, it's good not thing good. We're not talking about it this week, but yeah, yeah it's not good out there. No, it's um, it's not good, but. It's it's light, it's fun, which makes it, I, I think, an ideal choice. It was certainly better coming off of Mothman Prophecies, which is a very sort of, like, heavy, mm-hmm. dark, moody movie. Yeah. It was nice to have something with a bit of levity to it. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get into that. Yeah, so um, in lieu of doing, like, I think we, this might be more of a regular thing, we'll see. But in yeah. lieu of doing, like, a topic, um, we had this, we've had, like, a list of movies going that we've all just wanted to watch that are, like, good movies. Imagine yeah. that, watching good movies. Yeah. Um, and... To get us watching more of them uh, in, a, in a more productive way, we had the idea of, like, well, let's just watch a movie that some one person wants to watch or recommends, and then we'll just talk about the movie we just saw. Yeah, yeah I mean, we've I feel like we've mentioned it on air a few times, too, about, like, um, movies that I haven't seen. Right. Because make up a lot of You've seen, like, two movies, right? Ever yeah. in my okay. life. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a real cultural experience doing this podcast. Uh, I've got a lot of movies that neither of you have seen true. on my list. I've got Strange Days. Sunday, we'll watch Dream for Insomniac. Won't that be a fun day for you guys? So, <laughs> Should we wait for it to rain yeah. outside or something? I, I got a thing that but, um, But um, it is sort of funny just that, like, I feel like it took us a while to sort of settle into, like, oh, right, it's quarantine. We can actually literally watch a movie any night of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so anyway, we watched The Russians Are Coming. <laughs> I had never seen it before, and I, was, I had no idea what to expect. Times two. Yes. The Russians are coming. The Russians are coming. 
It's twice. You say it's twice. twice. Oh, okay. It's just as nice. <laughs> it's the sequel. The first one is just the Russians are coming. Yeah. Yeah, we watched the sequel before, so I'm, I'm sure you're okay with that, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think the third one was what, like, three Russians are coming? Yeah. Like, with the number three? Three Russians and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> three Russians and that little blonde girl. Yeah, and yeah. if you look in one scene, you can see a ghost in the curtains. Really Ooh. spooky. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a movie from, like, the 60s. <laughs> I'll pull it up real quick. It's 66! No, okay, alright. It's 1966. Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin's in it. It is hottest. Yeah, he looks great in it. And mustache. Point. I had no idea. Good. Excuse me. Very good. I don't usually like facial hair. Directed by Norman Jewison. Yeah. Who is not Jewish? I just think it should be known. <laughs> Wasn't going to ask. His son is, though. Yes. <laughs> because his last name is actually, it's a shortening of Jewish son. Yes. <laughs> uh, he also directed Fiddler on the Roof, where they thought he was Jewish. <laughs> Interesting. I shit you not. Really? That was like one of the things that like when the producers hired him, he was like, so you know I'm not Jewish, right? And they're like, oh. <laughs> so did they just naturally assume off of his Because name? his surname was Jewish, I guess so. Interesting. Anyways, the Russians are coming. If like, if someone's name <laughs> Christian, they're like, Christian, Christian? Son, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, clearly, you're good with that Jesus Christian. guy, right? Yeah. Um, As anyway. opposed to my good friend David scientology Yeah. It's a, it's a movie rooted He's in the Cold War. He's also a Hasidic Jew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Russians are coming. The Russians are coming. It's from 1966, directed by Norman Jewison. It's based on a novel. Did you know that? No. Uh, I'd never read the novel. I never... Well, the novel is called The Off-Islanders, so yeah. I don't know a whole lot about that. For all I know, it could be more of like... <laughs> Sorry, that was... Right there? Did you think it was a bug? Yeah. <laughs> it was a piece of plastic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. For, I wonder, like, just from... Like, looking at the book and the title, I wonder if it was a scenario sort of like Dr. Strangelove, where it took the source material was, like, straight, you know? It was, like, a straight story about, like, yeah. nuclear fears. If, like, this was a straight story about, like, you know, like, oh, what would happen Russians have Russians turned said. up in our island. Yeah. yeah. I'm just curious. Anyway. Um, I was I also curious about that, because my next question was going to be, like, was the book also, like... A comedy. Goofy, yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I would. I could see the book being more of a, like, grounded... It's the same story, but, like, more of a real... Like, Presented a, in a serious way. Yeah. Or not, like... Not, like, goofy and, like, farcical. Because yeah. this is pretty farcical. It is pretty farcical. It reminds me a little bit of It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. Yeah. Is that enough mad? I don't think it was enough mad. Um, Missing a few four. mads. Yeah, yeah. I need some more mad lads over here. Yeah. Um, okay. But where it's just, like, you have a bunch of, you know character actors and comedians from the 1960s in this sort of bizarre, you know, farcical, run-amuck type movie, you know, mm-hmm. if that yeah. makes any kind of sense. Um, well, obviously, like, it has less than, like, it's a mad, 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 world has a cast of, like, 800, yeah. and this is a little bit more restrained. It's a little more tight. There are a lot of, like, small bit characters that yeah. make a big impression, right. though. Right, Mayor Shin from the Music Man. Mayor Shin, the Music Man. But there's like Agnes, like the weird lady with the fucking motorbike, and the, right, right, yeah. There's oh, the right. motorbike, the purple hair, yeah. She's lady. The, the the friend who like the Russians find and hang up on a yeah earlier. There is a there is like a fun cast of kind of like stupid people on the island to just like react to things in big silly ways. Yeah. My favorite part about that. We, sorry, do you want to give a premise real quick of this? Uh, of the book? The, the, well, the, the movie. movie I was By the way, I was that... looking it up on Goodreads. It says it's a delightful story. But okay, so, so I guess it, it could it, be. It sounds like comedy. it was also a levity book. The okay. interesting thing about it, though, is the Wikipedia's wording, at least to me, implies that it wasn't as much of a comedy because it says the novel was adapted into a comedy. Well, but really? I don't know. Well, it says it was a delightful story, Chris. Yeah. So I'm just reading it from the Goodreads page. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but the basic premise of the movie is that it's the Cold War. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to be caught in America. You don't want the Russians Russian. to come. You don't want the Russians to come, and you don't want to be there if you're Russian. You especially don't want them to come twice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, a sub... 
runs aground basically because the captain is like an idiot and like wants to like get a look at America. Yeah, and he runs it into like a sandbar. A sandbar, right. and so they have to like somehow discreetly get this fucking sub off the island before anyone notices and calls the army in. Right, it's a fictional island off the coast of Massachusetts. Yeah, so it's like a... Gloucester! So they send, like, a troop of nine dudes, two of them are, speak, like, enough English, but are very obviously Russian, mm-hmm. to, like, find a power motorboat, or whatever they yes. call it, a motorboat. And, you know, chaos ensues because it very quickly gets out that, like, there are these weirdos in town and then someone says the word Russian and then right. suddenly, like, you know, a couple Russians that were, like, looking for a boat becomes, like, they're a Russian parachute. <laughs> right, yeah, they're invading us. And, like, a militia forms yeah. and, like, chaos and, like, yeah. Pandemonium ensues. Pandemonium There's also, ensues. like, a little bit of a B-plot, like, a love story between one of yeah. the Russian guys on the sub and a girl who lives on the island. Yeah, and it sort of culminates where, like, they... There's, like, a tense... You know, Stand climax off. standoff yeah. at the end where, like, the militia is facing off against the sub, and then, like, a little kid who's watching it from a steeple falls off and is, like, hanging from... By his belt. Hanging by, by his belt. From, like, a corner of the From steeple? a tiny little, yeah. like, wood splinter or something. Yeah, I'm a yeah. little confused of the yeah. semantics. But then, um... So, our, like, the um, Russians have to, like, team up with the locals Americans, to, like, yeah, to save the kid. The American, Yeah, to, like, save the kid, and then everyone... You know, at that moment, someone's like, but the army is coming. Yeah. So they're like, oh, shit, that's awkward. So they... End up, like, escorting the sub off with civilian ships, which makes the Air Force, like, really confused and decides not to shoot them. So, you know, it's a story about how we're not all that different, Yeah, well, and I also thought it was, like, I liked that it was also a comedy about just, like, misunderstanding and miscommunication and, like, people's will to, like, panic. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it, like, it definitely was, I'm sure, like, we didn't, none of us lived through this time, but... Sure. None of us. <laughs> <laughs> Present, do you want to... I'm not 300 years old. Cool. <laughs> uh, but it definitely is like everyone is at 11 instantly. Mm-hmm. Like, it, the idea that, like, any notion of Russians, if people just flip the sh- their shit. Mm-hmm. And in true American fashion, everyone has a gun. Right, we get the guns out really quickly. <laughs> Very yeah. quickly. I love, too, that... Um, our uh, intrepid postmistress, after being taken down off the wall where the Russians, I guess, just hurriedly tied her up. To the ceiling, yeah. like, almost. Well, it's like, it's a coat hook, I think, what it is. Yeah. And they have her sitting in a chair, and then they, like, take the chair and put and it, on, it on the wall. Yeah. Which, like, that structural integrity is pretty impressive. That's American workmen. You know, there you go. Um, I'm just saying there's a few things our boys in red don't do quite as well as we do. Say, they don't that's that. make coat hooks. They don't have that shit in <laughs> Moscow. Um... But then, yeah, and then there's also, like, the funny gag of, like, her husband coming in and just not noticing her. Yeah, he, like, kind of vaguely hears her. Yeah. yeah. I also love that, like, whenever like, the other woman, like, is at the door, like, shouting her name, yeah. he just, like, shouts her name, too. Instead of, like, going to, like, the door to, like, see what it is. Muriel. Like, that yeah, was her name. Yeah, that's Muriel. right. Yeah. But I love that after that, and he, like, immediately gets into a car with some other people and leaves, but Muriel stays behind Gets on Agnes's like motorcycle with her, and then just holds up a sign in which she's written in big cursive letters: "Alarm! I'm alert! Alert! I'm alert. alert!" I can't imagine that you sat there and got the like marker out and did like a fancy fifth grade science project diorama saying yeah. "alert." That takes time and effort. I just I, it's so cute because it's says writing like Russians are coming. Just you just write "alert", alert like a big yeah. a big well, statement. They, they drive around, they tear around the island mm-hmm. doing that, 
And I love how many times in her effort to make sure people see the alert sign, she's she covering just covering the driver. Puts it in yeah. the driver's yeah. face. Yeah. Honestly, I could have kind of, I would have been happy if that had gone on throughout the entire movie. Me too. <laughs> they, there is, they, they stop that, and instead they go to the dr- the local drunk. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Then yeah. halfway through the movie, his arc starts of like... Right. Get, they, get on your horse. Yeah, get right on your the horse. Island. They're just trying to give him something to do because yeah. he's in the way, and they're like, go find your horse. And so then like... Periodically for the second half of the movie, just cut back to this idiot trying to get on a fucking horse. Right, that does not the horse keeps like walking chase. away from him. Yeah. yeah, and then he eventually. I love that at the end of the movie, he finally makes it up to that like isolated arm of the island, I suppose, and they're like playing this colonial like Paul Revere music in the background as he just goes, "The Russians are coming." Yeah. There's After my, everything's been settled, the best shot of that is just an absolutely cartoonish shot of like. I, a molehill, a mound or of dirt, like a or mound something? of dirt, yeah. and he just pops up like a gopher. <laughs> yeah, and the horse the whole time is He's just in like way in the background, just like walking back and forth. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, how did you? It, it's in an open field. There are no other obstructions. In what world did you wander that far away? Yeah. I also horse? love that they basically peeled him off the floor of like one of the restrooms at the bar. Yeah, they opened. He's like, how the fuck did you get <laughs> in here? The bar was closed. Yeah, like, and like <laughs> I miss those days when we had like a town drunk and it wasn't <laughs> shameful or sad that they were an alcoholic. But yeah, it was fun. Well, and like, <laughs> he almost seemed like he would be, he would have been, I can't remember the name of the character, but the one who had always been like, I'll gladly pay you Tuesday Wimpy. for a cheeseburger today. That's wimpy. Yeah. But he's not drunk, he's just he a hamburger just, ab- sub- Yeah, he's just a... <laughs> he loves bad. hamburgers. Yeah, and you know what? Gulliver is always just falling off his boat in Animal Crossing. <laughs> Waiting for his boys to pick him up. Definitely not a drunk. Uh, but anyway. Anyway. Um... The the main part of the, the I guess the probably the the most like main of the characters it is kind of an ensemble movie yeah. but like Alan Arkin Walt Whitaker mm-hmm. Rob I said Reiner. I said one of their actors names yeah. and one of Rob the Reiner, names. Rob Carl Reiner Carl Reiner sorry Carl his daddy um Rob Reiner playing or sorry yeah, Carl Reiner, Carl Reiner yeah. playing <laughs> Walt Whitaker Alan yeah. Arkin playing Rosanoff Lieutenant mm-hmm. I think he's a, I think he's a lieutenant. Yeah. Uh, or, like, I guess the two main characters? Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Yeah. They, the movie follows one of them the most, I would say. They definitely, among the people we spend the most time with, um, I would say have the most, like, human emotional range. Yeah. Whereas everyone else is, like, mass hysteria, or with the very uh, notable exception of the police chief, is level-headed no matter fucking what. Yeah. T- t- maybe a little too much sometimes. <laughs> But, like, yeah, I, I get, like, I, it's, if I had to pick a protagonist, I don't know, it's hard to say, like, who the protagonist well. is. I think Arkin's probably the protagonist, I honestly. do, t- I kind of think he is. Like, I think it's almost close to a, a Deuter, what is that word? Deuter, Deuter, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. I don't know how to pronounce it either. Deuter, antagonist? I think it's antagonist. Yeah, but there's, it could Or no, it would be, like, Deuter protagonist. Wouldn't it be his antagonist? I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, do it. But no, I agree. You could make an argument, I think, for either, but I think I would slightly nudge it toward Yeah, I mean, we start there. We start with the Russians. And we it do. is kind of like the the main sort of conflict, I guess, is like getting off the island, and Alan Arkin is the one wow. that's pretty much trying to do it. No, it's it's Deuter antagonist. Deuter antagonist. No, no, I'm sorry, Deuteragonist. Deuteragonist. Still sounds bad. Alan Arkin gets top billing for what it's worth. Yeah, and it makes sense. Like he's the one that's like also Walt, known as a secondary main character. Walt Whitaker is like essentially at odds with him for the first half of it anyway. Yeah. He's like trying to. I mean, he's like they're spooked, understandably. And oh my like, god! Not sure. I also love his kids because the son is like well, the son is a off. fucking demon. The yeah. yeah, like just an absolute like shit little shit. I do love that he rushes over to that phone immediately. Yeah. I'm gonna call the police. Ah, oh, they cut the wire. Ah, oh, god! <laughs> just, Meanwhile, his swear, his, really his younger sister is like chill as shit. She just walks downstairs and there's a guy aiming a gun at her. She's like, "Hi, yeah. I want my breakfast." <laughs> 
she's actually that. she's actually pretty cute. In the that movie. little kid is just the like I would be smacking that kid. <laughs> the boy so much. Yeah. Yeah. When he like when he like first of all he makes Walt Whitaker who's like been really calm like he sort of spurs his dad into like. He was going going after yeah. the the Russian for no reason yeah. other than like, well, my son is talking shit about me. I guess yeah. I better do it. Yeah, he's also just had a cuck. It's really weird. Stop <laughs> yeah, being such a libtard. Yep. <laughs> so he like he, get, he gets angry that his son thinks he's a wimp. So he like tries to wrestle this, wrestle this Russian guy's gun out of his hands. He fucking does it, and the Russian gets away. And then all of a sudden, he's like, Ah, you just let him get away. Yeah, yeah. He did- Shoot him. Uh, well, and it is, it's like the sweetest of the Russians, really. And oh, boy. Yeah. I love how he was like, to that like beautiful shaggy dog, like, no, he's like, go, go, go from me. <laughs> go, go away. He's like so <laughs> just pleading with this dog. Um, there's a lot of fun had with accents. There's a lot of fun had with malpropisms, which I really liked. There's a lot of fun having to do with the like odd, sort of intuitive phrasing, but you yeah. can tell it's a lot of like foreign dialect. Um, I think that's, I, I really, really enjoyed that, especially when Alan Arkin has to, like, drill that handful of soldiers he has with him on say, land, how to say, like, a very simple phrase. What yeah. was it? Um, emergency. Emergency. Like, everybody, go from the street. No, everybody to get from streets. Yeah. I've read the script, like, three or four times, Chris. Um, there's the, the bit where, like, if you remember, like, there's a bit where... Uh, he like looks at the guy in glasses because mm-hmm. the guy that guy's just like hopeless at it, and he says something in Russian. He's saying like, "You fuck, you just stay quiet." <laughs> like yeah. you, that's what the line is in the script. Is like, you don't say it, oh. and that's why he doesn't speak when he's <laughs> do it again. Uh, you were sharing with us, Lee, that the the unsubtitled Russian in the movie is in the script. Yeah, just actual in script, lines in English. It's in the script because the actors that were playing the parts had to know what they were saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were being coached in, like, phonetic to say, like, whatever the Russian line was. But they had to know what the meaning of their right. lines as yeah. actors to be able to speak it. So that in, if you read the script, it's in English, but they deliberately don't subtitle the the Russian. Mm-hmm. I, Am I t- mistaken? Thing? Wasn't there, like, a VHS release that had the subtitles? I think there was. Yeah. But I take... I, I don't know. I can't believe that the, the Blu-ray doesn't have that option. I'm a little surprised, to be honest with you. Like because I, when we were watching, I know you turned the subtitles on, and I was sitting there thinking, like, huh, weird. Because I, I, I was upset about it. I mean, you, you're you are familiar with this. Like, I get why the director does this, but I don't yeah. understand why the... Blu-ray. Like, there, there are plenty of things where, like, yes, do it one way in a theater, but, like, give me the, the option. full deal. Right. Like, it's nice to know. Yeah. Like, in Clue. I get why you would have, like, a random ending in Clue, right, but, right. like... If you don't give me those endings on the video yeah. release, what the fuck is wrong with right, you exactly. being ripped off? And it is just like... No, I think it, it's like a good bonus feature. Not yeah, it shows like distrust of your viewers, because like yeah. I get that you want viewers to like experience it the specific the way, way that you want it to, but, but like, on the other hand... On the other hand, it's like... it's What? Something interesting here. What? Most of the actors that they cast in the Russian roles were already fluent or proficient speakers of Russian, including Alan Arkin, which I did not know. He was apparently born in Russia. Who knew? Ugh. Traitor. <laughs> yeah, copy. Says, um, Alan Arkin, a Russian speaker raised in a Russian Jewish household, did so well as Rosanoff that he would later in his career be sought to play both American and ethnic characters. That seems like a weird note. Um, but like the, the, the submarine captain spoke Russian. Um, it plays like that. Isn't the guy in Heart as a Lonely Hunter like Polish or something? Or- Sorry, mm-hmm. say that again. The guy in Heart as a Lonely Hunter, isn't he supposed to be like ethnic and that? Like not like, like, I don't know. What that is. You don't know what the Heart as a Lonely Hunter? It's a really depressing movie. Sounds it's familiar. incredibly sad. <laughs> he plays like a deaf mute and then he kills himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arkin. Okay. It's true. I was trying to find some confirmation about the VHS thing, but I'm it's not It's also a it. novel. 
I think um, I, th- I think it's the case. I could be wrong, though. I'm pretty sure I, ever I since the days of DVD... I remember Brendan saying that, but yeah. yeah. Ever since the days of DVD, it has not had the Russian subtitles even as an option, so you're kind of SOL if you want to know what's actually being said. That's fine. Find the I actually think that that, like, you can find the script, but I actually yeah, think that, like, that contributes pretty well to the movie. No, I agree I mean, with you. It's it's It works well for the movie. Um, most of what they're saying is pretty, like... Not a script. And you can more or less intuit through the tone of the scene and the yeah, context. Like the context is usually generally what's being said. Um I do like I do like knowing specifically what's being said. There's like bits in the beginning where like the full conversation has a few night interesting tidbits. Like it's mostly the scenes where they're like all together and the bit at the end where like it's the standoff scene and Rosenau is kind of translating back and forth. There's like some interesting stuff that like he doesn't translate both ways. So like he doesn't translate uh when the police Chief says, like, I know you, I know we're all scared. And he's like, I have anyway. And he noticed that, like, he doesn't, I don't know if, you, if they picked up on that, but, like, he deliberately doesn't translate that bit oh. to the Russian guy. Like, he, he says, like, we're all scared. And then you hear Rosenup say something in Russian. And then the guy's, like, mumbles under his breath, like, I am anyway. And to Rosenup just, like, there's a shot of him. Oh, right. He just sort of, like, at looks at him. Yeah. Which yeah. Is cute. But there's, like, some back and forth stuff in Russian that doesn't get turned back as well. Um, but it is, it is, it is cute that, like, most of the script shows, like, the Russian dialogue. There's, like, a, I think that's how I I know about like the guy in glasses is kind of like the the sort of like I call Colton the sweet summer child, but the guy in glasses who's really shit at English is sort of like the the troop sweet summer child. I think <laughs> like they're constantly like making like they're like reassuring him, like he's constantly the one that's like ah, like whining about stuff. <laughs> um, Wikipedia, as ever, is taking liberties with some things, but um, in terms of like how they describe something, but they say John Philip Law's incorrect pronunciation of difficult English uh, phonemes. Uh, was unusually authentic by the standards of the day, and then it says citation needed. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely a citation I need. Yeah, but it, the, the everyone does a great job, though. I mean, they do. All the actors that play the soldiers are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think like even the townspeople, like everyone's fully committed to these pretty baddie characters, like the switchboard lady. And then she has to do a pretty extended physical comedy bit with Carl Reiner, where yeah. they're both tied together. And yeah. I love how many different ways they used that. Yeah. Because it was the, like, they're setting up, oh, don't tip over, and then they have to hop around. There's, being... like, that, like, awkward romantic beat where, like, they're facing each other and their faces are, like, very close. <laughs> yeah. And there's, like, a little romantic music yeah. scene that plays where they turn to face each other. And then I love, they, of course, like, roll down those steps. Yeah. Um, I love, too, that just, like, once um, uh, Walt's wife and son discover them just kind of laying out in the sidewalk. <laughs> they just crowd over them. And do not untie them. Do not do, take the gag yeah. out. And keep asking them, what happened? What happened? <laughs> I love that. But, I mean, the movie is full of stuff like that where people just like, do not stop and do the logical thing. They're just like crowding around and like asking questions and not like letting anyone speak whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end when everyone's like, for, the, the Russian sub comes up and everyone's been crowded around. And at one point it becomes clear that, like, the Russian sub is about to shoot people. And, and like, Walt and the other people that are around are like, get the fuck, get away, get away. And then, like, while everyone's running away from the docks, the police cars come up and the chief gets out. And everyone just runs right back. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like, you already, you've already been told that, like, you're about to get shot. Oh, God. I, the, um, the mayor from The Music Man and his, like constant attempts to take control of the Yeah, he plays a great, authentic American character. Yeah, he's presumably this guy who's been in a war at some point and believes that he has some sort of, like, 
uh, abilities that would lend themselves well to him being like in charge of their makeshift militia. He loves he rattling that saber. He has like a ceremonial saber, and he, like he, at the beginning, whenever like everyone first gets together, he's like, he's like, well, we need to have a leader, and like the best thing to do would be like a democracy to have a vote, but that's going to take time. Yeah, it's so fucking... why don't we suggest people? And no one says anything. He's like, all right, then I'll do it. Yeah. And someone's in this crowd is like, yeah, you've got the sword or something like that. <laughs> It is, it is like a funny little, I mean, despite it having, I think, a heart at the center of it of, you know, saying, you know, we aren't that, de- yada, 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 yeah. and like, look at how, like, this, like, harmless mistake led to this whole thing. But I do think there are, like, some pretty, like, sneaky but genuine, like, jabs at the American attitude in this, yeah. which I well, really I mean, enjoy. He is truly the boomer of the 60s in this movie. Yeah. yeah. It's just this, like, old guy. That, <laughs> so like, he's, like, out of the greatest generation... Um, oh, he also love. Doesn't he? He goes through like three different title changes throughout the <laughs> the movie. I don't remember that. He like proclaims himself uh, de facto leader of the town first. There's like a middle title, but then by the end he was like, "Well, I'm the commander of the militia." Which <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah, throwing around his like useless authority that he's proclaimed himself to yeah. have. He's very blustery, yeah. but I really appreciated the B actor whenever he was delivering these blustery lines. He would always kind of have this almost like. Um, spaced out cowed expression on his face almost immediately like uh, yeah, never mind like i don't know i really enjoy for the most like for the, i enjoy the most is the antics of like the russians when they have to interact with people <laughs> like the way that they like i know that they 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 know that they have the card stacked against them but the idea that they're like have any chance whatsoever of like not freaking people out with their appearance like when they first are like okay i guess we've got to like ask these this house where's where to find yeah. a boat and so, like, he asks, like, Colchin, like, how good's your English? And they run over, like, three basic phrases. And they show up at the door, and they just start speaking. And, the- like, they're wearing these, like, ominous black trench coats and, like, sweats. And they're like, sorry, we are looking for a boat. And we are no- Norwegians. Norwegians. We are Norwegians. And the- well, the kid is, like, who already seen them come in. Yeah. With, like, all of their crew. And like, already clocked them as Russians. They're Russians. Yeah. And Eleanor can just nervously laughs and is like, ah, sweet boy, sweet boy. <laughs> scratches the screen scratches door. scratches the screen door. Like, it's a yeah. cat or something. It's so good. I also love when he's, when, like, the jig is very quickly up after that. And <laughs> he's like, are you, sorry, can I ask you a question? Are you? He was actually, like, oh, he was like, of course, of course. Are you actually Russians? Are there nine of you? Does <laughs> one of you look like a swim? I love like he, uncle whoever. Yeah. I love how he says, like, um, misfortunately, I have to confirm we are <laughs> yeah, indeed I, Russians. I'm sorry to comply with your <laughs> But just fortunately, the answer to all of these are yes. It's <laughs> a really good line. Oh, it's very all good. All of the English lines that they have to say are, are very well written to be like funny and not necessarily that like demeaning or whatever. Well, and a lot of the humor I think comes in, it's not a flat delivery, but it's a very like polite yeah. delivery. Uh, like, yeah. you would think someone might be a little bit more heightened when they're, like, caught out as a Russian they were trying to hide, but I just love how he was just like, no, you're right, I'm I'm not. Well, like, <laughs> Rosanov, I would say, like, of the, everyone in this movie, like, Rosanov, the police chief, and half of the time Walt Whitaker are the only level-headed people in this yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they are the only ones that are, like, we ha- like, well, if no one else is gonna have their shit together, I guess I'm going to have to. And so, like, he never, he only flips out, like, once in the whole movie, and that's when he finds Walt for, like, the second or third time, and he's like, what, yo, like, what the fuck did you do? Why are every, why is everyone coming after me? And they're like, why is every, like, everyone on the island? And he just yells, like, everybody on the island is crazy! And oh, yeah! <laughs> and then he immediately shushes himself. <laughs> 
Which is a really great <sighs> business. I also love in the in early on when he's like trying to keep it together and he's like talking to the family like after they've been outed as Russians and he's like, no harm will come to you howsoever. And then he kept Colton Kirk's and like whatsoever. Just whatsoever, whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's good. Alan Arkin is honestly like, I think this movie did do good things for him, but if yeah. it didn't, that would have been a crime because <laughs> he was just really good. And it has, the movie has quite a list of, yeah, I mean, he was nominated for best actor that year. Yeah. It is, it is a pretty solid, like, you know, 60s comedy. Mm-hmm. It was, God, it got a lot of nominations. Nominated for best picture, best actor, Alan Arkin, best film editing, uh, Adapted screenplay, a Golden Globe for best screenplay. Cool. I will say, like, we, when we were watching it tonight, it was pointed out that it was two hours and six minutes long, which mm-hmm. I never, I did not, I never felt like it was that long. I'm, In my memory, it never felt like it was, like, a long movie. In my mind, given the time period and the fact that it's a comedy, my natu- my assumption was just that it was 90 or under. I yeah. mean, it's a mad, 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 mad world. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, four yeah, hours. You don't see that, that often, though, these days, like, longer comedies. No, no. Well, I mean, I don't well, know. They, you also I think, don't see Oscar-nominated comedies anymore. I think they, they, they still, like, hit the two-hour mark, I think, yeah. increasingly more so. Now that we've gotten more to, like, well, the improvisation. Yeah, I guess like now now. Comedy. Like, yeah. For a while we were sticking to like a tight 90, but then I think like Circa Judd Apatow we started Thanks, to get Marvel. into more. Yeah. It's Judd Apatow in terms of comedy. Yeah. If you're blaming someone for longer comedy. But I mean, I just longer movies in general like thanks yeah. for like, you know, normalizing it. But yeah, I mean, it, it it doesn't feel that long. I do feel like maybe there are things that I would that you could cut and I would not miss them. There would be, be things you could tighten up in yeah. this movie. There are for just sure. like, it, it is just like a lot of bits. There mm-hmm. are just like a lot of like so many of these scenes, like the the, they're all fun. Then they're mm-hmm. all funny, but like you don't need the motorbike lady at all. You don't need the horse. The guy horse especially at all. was like yeah. for me. It was just like snip snip. That would have gone. Yeah, yeah that would have gone. Like, it is funny though, and it does give us the like the greatest shot. Yeah, but there are endless scenes of just like idiots chasing people around people right. cars, or just like the Russians. Russians sneaking from one thing to another. Yeah, yeah. Like, sneak, yeah. Sneak, sneak. It could probably be tightened like with 15, 20 minutes cut. Yeah. It doesn't, very it doesn't negatively affect it that it's that long, though. Yeah. I, I, I agree that it could be tightened up. I think, though, overall, it balances what are essentially a bunch of, like, vignettes or sketches together pretty well. Yeah. And I think given that the last full-length movie we did was Mothman Prophecies, which did not balance or make a cumulative shape out of all of its sketches and vignettes. Yeah. Um... This was kind of a welcome improvement over that. Well, like, this is a structure that does pull a bunch of pieces together into one thing. Yeah, like they at least all converge on the same thing at right. the end, which right. is nice. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. It's a good movie. It's so a good movie. Not you, a lot to, to talk about. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, it's not streaming, I think, for free anywhere, but you can like yeah. rent it on the usual places if you wanted to see it. Uh, Anywho. But yeah, this is a fun a, evening. It's a fun movie. And yeah. I think we might do more of these because it makes for... Yeah, so I, I don't like know, maybe that. next time Chris should pick the movie either off the list or his own movie that we have not seen. Yeah. I think we should go off the list. We have quite a... I mean, do, look, a look, look baby, do what you want to do. Ooh, you know what baby wants to watch? What does baby want to watch? Baby wants to watch, um, um... Uh, fuck, Fatal Instinct. We, that was the first one on the list. Yeah, we could do that. We'll do that next time, then. I love what that movie. One of us owns Fatal Instinct, right? You do. I do? Appreciate yeah. You. Didn't you order it? I do it's not. on Blu-ray? Yeah, it's on Blu-ray, and you have it. It must be over there somewhere. It is over there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I do. I don't watch, I don't watch my Blu-rays that often, yeah. because no, I know that it's requires you. me to, like, come yeah, out here. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not on my computer, that's there's a reason why I've seen some K-dramas, like, eight times. It's because they're there. Yeah. <laughs> they're accessible on my computer. It's hard to leave the cave these days. Yeah. I mean, it was hard to leave the cave for me always, but now especially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, 
any closing notes, thoughts? Was, check it out. It's yeah, fun. check it out. I, I, I think it's if it's hard to find, it's worth it. It's it's a fun. Yeah. It's I a guess fun we should movie. maybe think about. I should not think about it because I'm we still watch the movies we want to watch. But like we should. Uh, that's a good call of like checking where it's available because like it is a shame that a lot of these movies are not are very difficult to find. Yeah. Or like they're not available digitally. So like if you don't own a physical copy, then you're kind of fucked. It can yeah. also be sort of a delicate balancing act because am I really gonna say like no? You must find a copy of yeah. Life Less Less Ordinary. Well, no, no one should do that. Yeah. Really, exactly. don't go out of your way for that. Um. So yeah, join us. Hit us up in two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks from now. Dragonheart, not Braveheart. Please don't watch Dragonheart. Braveheart. Don't watch Braveheart. Please don't. Braveheart Dragons. Guys, we're gonna watch Dungeons and Dragons, but we pumped on it again because honestly, it sounds miserable. Yeah, maybe we'll it's watch it at some point just to see what it's just like. To see, yeah. But instead, we went for another dragon movie. Yeah. Yeah. A much easier to swallow dragon pill. We, we traded up. Yeah. There, there's so much more work to do with. Dungeons and Dragons to make that anywhere close to a good movie, but yeah. Right. Anywho, let's buy this sucker out. All right, wait, wait, wait. Uh, www.draftpack.com is our website. <laughs> facebook.com slash podcast is our Facebook page. So go and like us there. That's it. All right. Bye. Bye.